Hey everybody, Greg here. Just wanted to jump in and tell you a little bit about our Patreon. That is patreon.com slash boathouse studios. B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios. House spelt the German way. It's really fun. So check it out at patreon.com slash boathouse studios. Anyway, here's the show. Ethan Hunt and his team are racing against time to track down a dangerous terrorist named Hendrix, who has gained access to Russian nuclear launch codes and is planning a strike on the United States. An attempt to stop him ends in an explosion, causing severe destruction to the Kremlin and the IMF to be implicated in the bombing, forcing the president to disavow them. No longer being aided by the government, Ethan and his team chase Hendrix around the globe, although they might still be too late to stop a disaster. Welcome to the list off. Because we're going to focus on this movie. It's called Mission Impossible: Colon Ghost Protocol. Damn good films, damn good films, damn good films. A Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast. Yeah, I'll fix it at the end. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors Presents The List Off, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast that flamed out very quickly. And now we're talking about the thing that we love the most and probably should have been talking about since the beginning. In fact, we were. It's the movies. 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 Cinema. Cinema. Filmed. And, and in <laughs> the a, silver screen. One of our many Tom Cruise entries oh, on boy. this list. Hmm, it's almost like he was was a prolific character during the 2010s. Yes, more so than I think even like we would give him credit for. Yes. Um, just because of like, you know, it's like, oh, he did three Mission Impossible movies. Well, and But people forget, they're all great. They're all great. <laughs> and the thing is, he, I feel like in the 2000s, he was still in his like working with auteur direct, like I want to work with as many auteur directors as Very I can. Very much so. Yep. And it does seem like in the 2010s, he started to just be like, okay, I've found my guys. He found his three guys. His three main guys. His three guys that he wants who to work he with. won't work with anyone but those guys. Yeah. And there's some some uh, anomalies, obviously, throughout. But for Edward the most Zwick. part, Edward Zwick's one. That's the, I mean, but, Brad, Brad Bird. But, Brad Bird's one. But, arguably, yes. But. What? Zwick doesn't really count because he'd worked with Zwick on The Last Samurai. That's right. So. Zwick is just kind of like a... Also, Zwick that, is that his... movie is garbo. Uh, Last Samurai? No, uh, no, not Last Samurai. Oh, Last Samurai has some redeeming qualities. I okay. think it's a decent Which is the Zwick, Zwick one this year again? Valkyrie? Jack Reacher, Never oh, Go Back. Oh, that's right. The Never Go Back one. Yeah, Valkyrie is a Brian Singer film. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Because, you know, you want to work with auteurs. That's, well, yeah. That's... But I think that's where he meets Macquarie. <laughs> Uh, Valkyrie, yeah, because because did he write Ma- it, Macquarie, Macquarie is, wrote it is is what was Singer's guy. That's true, right? Because he he definitely did uh, Usual Suspects. Yeah, I know that much, and I'm pretty sure that's where he meets Macquarie, and then Macquarie comes in on this film to rewrite the the yeah, back end of it. He does have some uh, uncredited rewrites yeah. uh, for this film, and this is where their relationship today. really takes off. And he never doesn't matter who's directing; he never goes anywhere without McHugh. That's right. McHugh writes blood. everything for Tom Cruise now and has since and you know this what? movie. We're all the better for it. We are. Mm. Yeah. They make we some got, damn good fooms. We got fooms. Uh, make damn some good, damn good fooms. Damn good fooms, damn good films, damn good mooms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all three. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you call this? A, f- uh, a foom? 
A, mo- a film or a moom? I would call this a boob. All right. <laughs> and a damn good boob. <laughs> oh, no, we have a guest rail. today. We're off the rails so quickly. <laughs> As we do on every episode of The List Off. That's right. And it's uh, one of our contributing members to the list, as everyone. Not a first-time guest. No. At this point. Because we are recording these out of order. Out of order. <laughs> so I need to always remember, yeah. I was about to say, first time on yeah. the list. Nope. Nope. <laughs> she will have been here She'll before. She'll be here, at, uh, I think, the episode right before this. Because <laughs> look. Surprise. <laughs> I, I did my best to spread the guest uh, appearances uh, amongst the films but sometimes but because of that and because of the way the the, the way we want because we don't want to have someone on who didn't put it on their list uh-huh. we wanted to have people who put it the highest on their list if possible but mm-hmm. then you know and but also spreading it out because some people would appear like 10 times if we just did it based on first appearance or highest appearance but because of that there's gonna be some where like people are back to back and then gone for 20 episodes and and sometimes we did you make just sure... need two guests on Mamma Mia that's here we well go yeah, again. we absolutely needed two guests for <laughs> Mamma Mia here we go again an episode we haven't recorded yet but I bet was wild <laughs> I especially loved the part where the fire department had to be called. Oh no! Wait, you're setting you're setting things up. We're gonna have to remember these bits. Not for our house, of course. Of course, that was entirely safe. Yeah. Um, Camille Pavlenko is here again. Hi again. again. Oh, thank you for having me back. Um, the last time was such a riot until it wasn't. Oh no. <laughs> Um, can you hear that drilling? Oh, definitely. Oh, I thought that was the po- the police or like the fire department, and I was like, "Oh, no. again? That's oh, no. not oh, no. <laughs> that's not the sound of the police." No, you know what it is, right? Um, every breath whoop, whoop, you take—that's the sound of the police. Okay, <laughs> all right. We went to a similar but very different places. That's true. Music based, <laughs> just like Mamma Mia. Here, Here we, we go, go again, again. Yes. which we already did. And we did go again. We settled mm-hmm. on. It was fucking great. We went again. Yeah, I think if I remember correctly, I was like, I don't know. I didn't like the first Mamma Mia, mm-hmm. but this is the Godfather 2 of Mamma Mia's. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be an easy bit to remember yeah, because the be movie fine. literally it is, is that. Yeah, is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, great. Well, we're here to talk not about Mamma Mia because we already did that. Yes, and everyone enjoyed it. <laughs> everyone enjoyed it. <laughs> This is going to get convoluted if we ever record ones like far in the future. Yeah, who cares? It <laughs> doesn't matter. Because um, we're going to focus on this movie. It's called Mission Impossible colon Ghost Protocol. Oh, oh what a good movie. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, apologies for the length of this episode. It's going to be pretty short because uh, we've already said a lot about this movie very <laughs> recently. <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you don't already subscribe to our Patreon, you can do so. We uh, went through all the Mission Impossible movies, did commentaries on them, however, so a bit of a different vibe. Yep. Um, however, this episode, this commentary of Ghost Protes is uh, chaotic uh, because, <laughs> of course, we have Ali and Camille on that episode. Were they Were they both on that one? They were both <laughs> See, on yeah, that one. Even, that's, that's why, it's for me, it's good to talk about it again now because yeah. I don't remember anything about that recording. <laughs> it was chaotic. <laughs> It was like months ago. Right? Yeah, it was months ago, yeah. but I and I can't remember anything about it either, but Allie and Camille were on it, therefore it was chaotic. It was yeah, it was fun. I don't remember that <laughs> happening at all. <laughs> you could be totally making this up and I would just have to go along. Yeah, are we sure we didn't have them on for uh Rogue, Rogue Nation? Nation? 
Was it Rogue Nation? I think it was Rogue Nation. Did we have I think we had on? James on for Oh Ghost shit, Rogue. we did. Oh thank God. Oh shit, we <laughs> did. Was oh my god, I'm like stone faced you know, terrified. Oh shit. I'm, this is a real I completely Oh my god. See, that's how much we my, all forget. Wow. Yes, because Alan, I, we kept being, it was both a bit, but also true that Alan kept reminding us how beautiful Rebecca Ferguson is. Oh, yeah. And that was, right. she and she's not in Ghost she's Pro. She's not in Ghost Pro, she's which is mm-hmm. probably the movie's biggest failing. Mm-hmm. Let's be right. clear. Right. right. That is true. Sorry, Paula. Yeah. Sorry, Paula. Paula's I mean, great. She's good. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. no Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. She's no Rebecca Ferguson. <laughs> sorry, sorry to say. I'm just like, saying. I'm like Alan, half masked with. Uh, all right. <laughs> Yeah, like if Alan dated Paula. Paula Patton, I would we would always know. Like we'd be happy for them, yeah. but we'd always know it was because Rebecca Ferguson was busy but doing something else. You know what I mean? Like was, yeah. and like we'd always she know that. We just always day, know that. You know, yeah, that I'd really ask like, someone to be my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> when you went around the girlfriend pool, yeah, as you do. Yes, and um, you were like, "Oh, Rebecca Ferguson's not here. Oh, she just left. It's like something dang, tragic." Right, Paula, you're like, how about I you? guess I have to ask out Paula Patton. <laughs> Maybe God. we'll have more to say about this one than I thought, because I thought you were on the commentary this whole time. So there no. you go. Yeah. No. I, it, but it, yeah. it turned out it was James. And, and mm-hmm. thanks, James. Thanks. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Well, thank you again later. <laughs> <laughs> James will be on this podcast. He will. Maybe he Not already has been. Mm, I don't think so. No? All right. <laughs> we're only on 45. Right. We're, this is, a, this is like 45. This, there's only been four episodes. No, five episodes before this. I can math. math. I can math. <laughs> it's tough counting down um but yeah this is number 45 on our our list mission impossible ghost protocol from 2011 uh it had 42 points and it was on three of 20 lists and one of those lists was miss camille pavlenko Mm -hmm. and who else i don't know (laughs) i didn't write all that down (laughs) it wasn't on mine it wasn't on mine i did make Mm -hmm. it uh i i was very tempted to put all of the Mission Impossibles yep. from this decade I only on my put list. One and it I was... decided to choose one yeah, mm-hmm. as a representation. Rogue Nation. I chose Rogue Nation. Because I chose of Rebecca Fallout Ferguson. because uh, of Rebecca Ferguson as well. <laughs> as we all know, she is a queen. Respect her. Um, <laughs> but I'm very happy this movie made the list. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. It's a great movie. Now, how high was this on Camille's list? It was like Do you number, remember? I, I mean, I have that info. One oh, great! Here. All vamp. Um, I don't know. No, but I, that was but like, vamping. The thing was, you put like. All three. I think all of them are on there, yeah. It like the top ten. Well, because I couldn't choose, and I, I know I think if we I remember correctly, they're said this. What, right after each other too. Like it's like <laughs> yeah, exactly. that sounds right. <laughs> that sounds like something that I do. Um, but uh, I know we've said it before on Mission Impossible related um, commentaries and things like that. But when you'd said like, "What's your favorite Mission Impossible movie?" The one that's on. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Yeah. It's so you had true. this at number three. Yeah, that this makes is number, sense. Three this is number three on, on your list. Camille's list of yeah. best films of the 2010. Awesome, it you know? rules. Yeah, <laughs> I got It does rule. It does it verified. It rules. Yeah, it rules, guys. It absolutely rips. Yeah, rips face. Yeah, off. Rips I very much apologize off. if anyone hears me eating on mic, but I am very hungry. Uh, also, have you seen these fucking like as seen in Loki? Um, like, no. oh yeah, no. This is the this is like their this, weird marketing. No, campaign? this is the greatest ad campaign. Of oh all time. no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure Greg loves it. Yeah. Um, McDonald's. I, I'm, I'm showing the sweet and sour sauce, by the way. That's uh, well. It's not just Loki, no. Because Camille sent us a sent the, uh, our group chat a picture of uh, McDonald's as seen in Richie Rich. Oh yeah, that's uh, a pretty funny ad, though. As seen in as featured in so, all of these so movies and TV the thing shows. is, I'm oh. pretty sure it is it is lo- it is a Loki campaign though. 
what it is it is and that's why it like the like this so the mcdonald's cub has as featured in space jam fallen angels you you be illin by run dmc the office us coming to america seinfeld's episode the boyfriend uh brief answers of big questions by stephen hawking como cuando y donde by aquid aquid i don't know chuck del india the fast and furious tokyo drift and then loki season two is at the bottom and loki season two is coming out soon Uh uh-huh uh it's all about the multiverse Uh uh-huh i believe there's like a scene in the new season where he goes to a mcdonald's sure but the key thing i think is that most of the marketing is as featured in loki and then they have other things as well to be like, yeah, McDonald's is in so many things, but like I didn't it's coming see, up in Loki. I didn't see the Loki thing at all because I first saw this ad campaign in a theater. Okay. And it was, and I don't think it was Loki because it was just McDonald's. I mean, movies. it is it is a partnership, it's so I'm sure it's crossover like... <laughs> ad multiverse. Yeah, it's just, look at all the movies we've been in. We love movies. Yeah. Don't you think of the movies and McDonald's at the same time? And I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's pretty smart. Yeah. I mean, companies, corporations going to corporate. Yeah. Um, but it does feel like the perfect version of McDonald's and Disney just just jerking it together. Hell yeah. Just doing on each a other, little doing reach around it. in a janitor's yeah. closet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Why did that make it worse? You know? <laughs> Why did adding that detail make did it just yeah. make it more Makes real? It, like salicious. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah salicious. salicious? Is that what, what am I trying to say? Damn it. There oh, you, you know what? Salicious is like salacious and delicious. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. Thank you. Because like McDonald's is involved. It is, yeah. It now, is delicious. I have a small question here. As someone okay. who doesn't usually go for sweet and sour sauce this um, nuggets this why? nug pack because mm. i go for barbecue well, all right. so this nug pack says the sweet and sour sauce yeah. yes. is that what it's always called the i don't sweet think and so sour but sauce? i think that again they're just trying to make this like it's like a, it's like become it's it's like if they called it like the big mac now right like it wasn't always oh. called the big but like it's such an iconic like part of their mm-hmm. uh, their brand and it wasn't always called the batman that's true. That was right. not until Matt Reeves took over. Yeah. Oh, re- oh okay. For most of the time, they he dropped was just the Batman. the. <laughs> right. Because it's cleaner. it's cleaner. They did the opposite of Facebook. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they added the back to Facebook. <laughs> I mean, it does make it seem like all the other Batmans were just like, you know, Whatever. iterations. Yeah. But like, this is the Batman. Except for the Dark Knight. Well, that's the, the Dark Knight. Yes, the definite article gives it stakes it's true and iconography <laughs> everything else is piss okay this so is the batman that's right what if the final mission impossible movie is called the mission impossible i'm in the impossible mission the impossible mission and it's got no subtitle it's Fuck just yeah. like that's the holy and that's how they end shit. the series holy listen shit. mccory if you're listening it is the ultimate tommy c i know you listen impossible mission. you know what I think it's, that's great. I, I think that's great. pretty brilliant. That's awesome. <laughs> that's You're welcome to Macquarie and Cruz. So, so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about our history with this film mm. uh, because it is a great film. Uh, Camille, very high on your top twenty-five that's of right. the decade. Uh, when did you see this movie? Did you see it in theaters in 2011? Absolutely not. The um, <laughs> that's right. I had never seen a movie. Um, the Mission Impossible Fallout was the first uh, Mission Impossible movie for me to see in the movie theater. Really? Yes, I came but to not Mission the first Impossible, one you saw. but not the first one I saw. That's correct. I think Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol might be the first Mission Impossible movie I saw. 
But you just saw it like on but I saw it video or whatever. Probably here, um, right. to be honest. Like probably uh, with Greg and Allie, I think probably at some point. It's a great I think, place to come on board. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh. By here she means the house is... they all live in, just yes. in case viewers are oh. like, she doesn't mean like here on Earth. Here on Earth. She's uh, not like a weird alien. Definitely not that, a weird yeah. alien. <laughs> Give me your magnesium <laughs> and also your carbon Wait a goo. Minute. Wait a minute. Define salicious. <laughs> you just you just try to convince us you're not an alien and you're asking for magnesium? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't work. Uh, you got to check your notes again. I love McDonald's as there seen you in go. that episode okay, of yeah. The Seinfeld. That's, yeah, now I believe <laughs> you. The yeah. Seinfeld. <laughs> Putting the in front of things is tight. Um, I'm also a robot. A robot? A robot alien. You're also Mr. Butler. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Which is a reference people will get now because it's bad. It's relevant again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think the first time that I watched it would have been, I don't know, probably six or maybe six or seven years ago mm. here, something like that. Um, was deeply impressed by it. Then we would have gone on to Rogue Nation. And then when Follow came out, I would have seen it in the movie theater at some point I would have gone back and watched the um like the other missions comma impossible um yes yeah, so that would have been that would have been that history mm-hmm. um did you love it immediately pretty much but I think over I think that's a movie that does I guess not gets better with time but remains excellent even on home viewing yeah um and then I think especially whenever the summer rolled around we would very frequently or even not the summer like frequently rewatch. like well we're gonna watch all the mission impossibles yeah. right yeah we're gonna put one of them on and then all of them mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and eventually then he'll be like well now i yeah. want to watch the next one yeah. so yeah definitely so they just um and the reason they're probably in sequence on my list is because i will it's very rare that i'll watch one and then go <laughs> well right. i'm gonna go watch jurassic park now or something mm-hmm. um you know it's like oh well then tomorrow we're gonna watch rogue nation right yeah. and then tomorrow blah 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 like they're just like in sequence yeah that makes really a lot exciting. of sense yeah uh so I, I just wanted to say real quick cause i forgot to do all the little stats that i like to do sure for the movie um writ- this movie was written by josh applebaum andre namek and uncredited christopher mccory and then uh directed by brad bird the imdb IMDb description, yeah, <laughs> uh, which is I, I don't know if you noticed this, but I like to do the letterbox description as the as the intro because mm-hmm. they're usually a bit more robust. Mm-hmm. But then I like to tell you the IMDb one because they're more succinct mm-hmm. and they're very funny sometimes. Mm-hmm. This one's not that funny, but it's just more succinct than that o- opening. The IMF is shut down when it's implicated in the bombing of the Kremlin, causing Ethan Hunt and his new team to go rogue to clear their organization's name. Now, to be clear, they don't go rogue nation. They don't. They just go rogue. The rogue nation is a different thing. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. It's not something you do. The rogue they nation do go is ghost a, protocol. Is, it's actually the syndicate. <laughs> that's the rogue that's nation. Right. Mm-hmm. It is the syndicate, it is a syndicate is a rogue nation. It is a rogue nation. Mm-hmm. We just learn about that particular rogue nation yes. in the film Rogue Nation. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a very it good a syndicate. Film. It's great. Um, Sean Harris. Um God, I hope he's back in Dead Reckoning too. Oh yeah, he's got to be. He's got to be. He's still alive. He's still there. <laughs> so you don't leave that thread dangling yeah. unless you're yeah. gonna pick he's got it up. Got an even bigger beard now. Yes, <laughs> and he's whispering even lower. Right. And no one that's can the hear only part him. That's in AVX. We watched the Green Knight. Oh hell yeah! The other oh. night, and great he movie. Talks like bring over. Oh yeah, because he's King Arthur. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Tell Garwin to sit by me. <laughs> sits, sits besides us, young Garwin. <laughs> Sorry, sire, what's that? Tell us a tale, I want to go to the mall. 
Sorry, I can't hear you from this side of the round table. <laughs> um, he's great. I love Sean Harris. Uh, so I guess my question then is, what was your, before diving into the Mission Impossible mm-hmm. movies, what was your feelings on Tom Cruise? Uh, they were mostly mixed up in the bag of yeah. uh, early to mid 2000s. That guy was jumping on a couch. Sure. Yeah. Um, because <laughs> the, I think, the because classic, I, yeah. yeah, because I came of age in terms of like movie watching um, time where you're like, oh, I'm going to seek out movies to watch. I'm going to be like interested in um, non specifically children's based movies in the early like 2000s kind of thing like oh i'm i'm in charge of like renting whatever i want and like i'm gonna watch uh these movies on the bravo channel or whatever sort of thing and like during that time becoming aware of like celebrity uh pop culture and stuff on my own that was his that was his jam and then like you said during that period he was still working with like oh i'm gonna do this uh michael man movie Mm. and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna go over here collateral thank you and then i'm gonna go over here and do magnolia Mm -hmm. and i'm over here i'm gonna do yeah thank you uh and all these sorts sorts of things where he was sort of like even though um tom cruise is like singular in a lot of ways he was also in like the big melting pot of movie stars in the 80s 90s even into the 2000s like i think there was nothing super different in a lot of ways between like what he was doing and what um i don't know whatever brad pitt was doing and again they're like they're specific and different um icons but at the same time they're they're got their own vibe and then like you said around um well this movie um then it becomes like tom cruise is not only like um locked into not locked into but like is clicked into a very specific brand i hate that term but it's true um identity um and like professional personality but also in a way he seems separate from like separate and untouchable (laughs) from hollywood in Mm -hmm. a way that like even brad pitt doesn't seem Mm. separate from like maybe untouchable as an icon but not separate from you know like tom cruise seems like his own hollywood that's you true. Know? And maybe part yeah. of that is working with um, the same couple of people. Like he feels like his own institution. And, and you just like, even though, um, I mean, lots of people, lots of stars and um, whatever, uh, Brad Pitt is an example again, whoever <laughs> else are also producers, executive producers are also, yeah. you know, getting into inter- directing, et cetera, kind of thing. But Tom Cruise just seems d- off, like two steps off to the side from all that. I don't know. No, I think you're, absolutely right and it and he does lock into that with this one and it mm-hmm. is about like and it's an ecosystem he creates an ecosystem mm-hmm. that allows him to flourish because i think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's um aware of the fact that there's a whole generation of people that kind of only know him as the couch guy hmm. or have the like scientology guy, right? the scientology yeah. guy the scientology guy the couch guy i think he's done like a pretty like um deliberate like um switch in the public image when he realized mm-hmm. that was where like things were going when he was a little don't want to use this term loosely but like a little crazy with you know the Katie Holmes stuff and yep. the mm-hmm. Oprah jumping on the, you know all that stuff like that started to become his identity as well as that Scientology video getting leaked and it being very you know Scientology started to become like in the con- like I feel like it's a weird thing because I feel like Scientology's been around for a lot longer than people realize, mm-hmm. but he kind of made it a a known name or like a known thing that people hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Which rightly so. Like, there's a lot of problems with Scientology. I'm obviously never gonna say mm-hmm. yay to Scientology, but 
Um, I think it's sometimes unfairly uh, aligned with him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like it, people talk about Scientology, they'll talk about Tom Cruise in the same breath almost always, yeah. right? And uh, we've always, we've talked about Tom Cruise so much on this show in various ways. We've always been very adamant that we are not fans of his personal life, but we love him as a movie star. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think, just to go off what you're, you were saying about his, this kind of like, his own Hollywood, like he, I think he's done that, again, almost like purposefully to like, distract people in a way from like, hey, d- uh, don't think about that stuff anymore. Think about this. Mm. Like, I'm nice to people on set, you know? Like, I'm, you know, like, there, w- there is a lot of good <laughs> that he at least puts forth as what he does mm-hmm. um, to make these movies happen. And um, I got to say, I think we're all the better for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Too. <laughs> Sucks that it's got this cloud over it with, with his, his uh, personal life bullshit. But mm-hmm. the movies are great. <laughs> and in that way, he like does a pretty expert job of becoming more than the couch guy, more than the Scientology guy. He becomes the last movie star pretty much mm-hmm. and like i it doesn't it, it it doesn't look like he cultivates that image intentionally it seems like it's a thing that he starts to do and the press does it for him yeah mm-hmm. he kind of like he kind of sets himself up for it. he tees it up and is just like look at this look what i'm doing in this decade you make of it what you will right because like we also have to remember that Top Gun Maverick was finished in 2019. Mm-hmm. That movie was set to be released in like 2020. 2020. Wow. That's why he looks so much older in in Mission Impossible 7. Um and he still looks really young though. He still looks yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> but Top Gun Maverick is finished in that in the decade we're talking about. That's true. Mm-hmm. You know. So like you put all of those movies, you put the three Mission Impossible movies, you put Oblivion, you put Edge of Tomorrow, and you put the two Jack Reacher movies, and then you put Top Gun Maverick on top of that. Mm. And you're like, holy shit. Pretty wild. The last movie star really hangs hangs there because, yes, he, like, Brad Pitt's another another great example. Well, because, like, DiCaprio's are, yeah. uh, an example of people who are like this, but nobody can really touch him. And they keep They've they've been doing this since Minority Report, bringing in the next Tom Cruise in Tom Cruise movies just to have Colin him Farrell. just to have him get cucked by Tom. Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Farrell's the next one, yeah, in that Minority movie. Report. Renner's in this movie. Sure, yeah. uh, Cavill is in sure. Fallout. Right. Um, uh, fucking uh, Jai Courtney in oh, yeah. Jack Reacher. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> trying to prop him up as a movie store. That was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. He's, Sorry. Yeah. Remember how he's in like one scene in Alita Battle Angel? Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. It's just um, like his face, isn't it? Like he's also in. Um, he's he's Captain Boomerang. He in yes. Suicide Squad. That's right. He's and the Suicide and Squad. And the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Which again, definitive article. Two right. better movie. Right. <laughs> yes. You put a the in front of it. It's mm. better. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, and I mean, like the whole idea of movie stars is a concept that has more or less faded away because of franchise movie making, right? Yeah. And yeah, like I think two thousand eight is 
the the year to usually look towards as the the pivotal year, at least the beginning of the pivot. Uh, Marvel's The Avengers maybe in 2010 is like the year it kind of... Hmm? 2012. 2012, sorry. Uh, is the year it kind of solidifies as like, this is what the studios are going to focus on now. Not the stars, although there often are stars within those movies. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's not the brand they're selling anymore. They're selling the brand of Doctor Strange or fucking Captain America. They're selling know. Marvel. They're selling Marvel. Yeah. Um, Blue Beetle, you know, all the favorites. Yeah, everyone's favorite. Everyone's favorite superheroes. We all love Blue Beetle. <laughs> Black Adam. Did you, uh, know, did you know Blue Beetle was a movie? No, but I did. Uh, <laughs> I did see it's the in poster, theaters now. You can go see it, and it reminded me of the '90s TV DC. show Beetleborgs. Oh, big bad Beetleborgs. Big bad Beetleborgs. Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought the movie was for a second. With their the friend, the, their haunted mansion friends. Yeah, yeah. Flabber. Like, Flabber's yeah, the Flabber. Elvis guy. Yeah. <laughs> He's like an Elvis ghost. Yeah, there's a mummy. <laughs> There's and a mummy, there's, a fr- there's like yeah. a Frankenstein's monster. so weird. It's fucking bananas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the kids outside of the costumes have superpowers. One That's of them like <laughs> nods their heads and does the little two fingers thing. And How much have you watched this show? <laughs> I watched all the seasons. I had a little... I have them on DVD. I had a little battle board. I watch them every, every <laughs> week. like morphin time thing that I got from oh, yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's, there you go. <laughs> Hey, they got a partner with many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Gotta wild. sell toys. Gotta sell Those, toys. That era, that like 90s era of like, the all right, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are popular. So let's, <laughs> let's green light slash create other things that are convoluted like that, that are multiple things, like biker mice from Mars, mm-hmm. uh, big bad Beetleborgs, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, they were just throwing everything at the wall to see what would stick. Most of That's it didn't. True. Most of it didn't. I also had still a, going strong. I had a biker mice from Mars figurine. Sure. Um, what was your favorite aspect of the biker mice from Mars? Is the fact that they were bikers, uh, mice, or from Mars? I was a real <laughs> big fan of the whole package. <laughs> so, so if it was just bikers, not you'd be really like, uh, interested. Yeah, no, thank you. No. If it was like, oh, this is about like anthropomorphic mice, you're like, yeah, uh, lame. You're Sounds have lame. To keep digging. And it's like, oh, these are some aliens mm-hmm. from Mars. You're like, okay, yeah, I okay. see that all the time. Whatever. Mars attacks. Yeah, heard of it? That, I didn't like that movie. What about mice from Mars? Okay. How's that sound? Yeah, a little, a little better. But what do they do? <laughs> <laughs> what about like drummer anacondas from <laughs> Neptune? <laughs> it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's mad. The, it's the same ludicrous, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bullshit that we're like, just we're just trying to make teenage mutant ninja turtles again. What about like bowling to peers from the sun. <laughs> <laughs> the to peer, it's much bar. It's how about than like think it's gonna be? <laughs> what is that? What is it? It's an animal. Okay, they have them at uh, people who are on the Calgary uh, area or many zoos. There's to peers. At the Calgary mm-hmm. Zoo now, they replaced the pandas. The pandas had to go home during the pandemic. We didn't have enough bamboo for them. The pandemic? They had to go home. The pandemic. That's right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> it was right there. For shame. It's a low-hanging panda. It's a low-hanging panda. Um, so they went <laughs> home. They brought... Like. They have this giant... Um, t- terrarium. Uh, this big habitat mm. that was built just for them. With, you know, like bamboo and these really big enclosures. So what they put in there instead, I think last year, is uh, a couple of tapirs, which I thought 
they're sort of like a an anteater looking creature and so in my head they were the size of sort of like a large like a pig maybe mm-hmm. um they're so much bigger than you think they're gonna be i really? went to the zoo a couple weeks ago you could ride one with a friend <gasps> they're so big that's they're so really, cool. Really big. cool it's really delightful yeah highly recommend to peers dang yeah so yes bowling to peers from yes. the sun i would watch that that yeah, sounds absolutely. great yeah. what about like rabbit rappers <laughs> with adhd mm. good lord <laughs> i think that the fact that they're rabbits implies that they have adhd sure <laughs> So they can be another thing. But they've yeah. been diagnosed. Right. Okay. And that's why they're always late. That's <laughs> <laughs> And always fucking. Um, <sighs> so, <laughs> so what were we talking about? Tom Cruise. And his movie star persona movie star in persona. the 2010s. Like The Rock, I feel like, is the is the uh, the next one they've been trying to make a movie star. And oh, like it's worked to a degree, but yeah. it's start, the, the, the shine has started to fade, right? The bloom is off the rose. The Remember that? I <laughs> do. Wait, is that in a future that's episode? A, that's a future episode. That's a call forward. It's <laughs> a call forward. <laughs> oh no! Uh-oh. I have never been more bored by a movie star than, than the, the Rock. Than mm. by the Rock. I I feel like there was uh like an early era of him that I really liked. Of course, like when he was basically trying. all up to and including Furious Seven. I'd say mm. he's good in Furious Seven. Yeah, and I was like, I'm in on this. This kind of rock bullshit. Furious Seven is the um, is the apex of the Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, in that it never, it can never find that again because there's like this, there's there's this alchemy that's happening with these three people: Statham, The Rock, and Diesel, who just cannot lose. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, that that actually works because in the end, the in street movie. Because in the end, that's the funny thing about the street. <laughs> The street always wins. Always wins. What? What do you mean? Ah, <laughs> you're just stomping the street? That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> um, uh, F9's pretty good. I think F9's fun. F9's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It, it recaptures some of the magic, but it's like, again, it's missing. It's missing Walker. And I think that F9 also is just like, you know. We miss the movies. We miss the movies. Like, it came out at that perfect time of, like, the pandemic on the downturn in a way. Yeah. And so you we can get be to like, go back to the movies. We get to go back to the movies. The, the moment when the, the lights go out. Go out and uh, the, the popcorn goes in goes your mouth. In your <laughs> Wait, what do you, you remember re- this trailer? What are you referencing? <laughs> you, no. There was a trailer for <laughs> F9 where it was just, like, a car driving down a road. And it's Vin Diesel just doing a voiceover like that, just talking about how much he misses the movie, how we all miss the movies. I don't remember that at all. And so, like, come back to your family and go see F9 in theaters. It's great. It worked. worked. Like, it worked on me. Yeah, that makes sense. Worked on millions of people. Sure. Because it made a buttload of money. Made a billion dollars. Yeah. (laughs) And it was fun. Yeah. I had a fun time. Yeah. Um, But yeah, you're right. Uh, Without Walker, it's it's tough to recapture. Mm -hmm. And without the and without Rock, I think too. So in this movie that we're talking about, um, Ghost Protocol, the movie makes the uh, the the decision that every single uh, following Tom Cruise movie makes, aside from Edge of Tomorrow, mm. in that Tom Cruise is um, unknowable. He is not uh, a person. He is. Uh, 
he is some weird freak of nature that everyone around him just kind of has to deal with. Uh, One might say he's the living manifestation of destiny. <laughs> uh, or, a, or, or, or a ravenous agent of chaos, depending, yeah, on, depending on which, which movie you're watching. <laughs> Um, but yes, I, you should I, not. You should consider him a threat unless you have delivered a wooden stake directly to his heart. <laughs> Direct quote from Mission Impossible Seven. It rules. Uh, yeah, I think that that's kind of the magic of these movies in a lot of ways. Is um, you know, if you watch the first three, they're definitely trying to do something with him in each of those. In this one, is when they kind of just settle on the idea that you're saying of just like no one's ever going to know this guy for real yeah the best we can hope for is people reacting to him yeah and that's and he why has some people that he trusts yes that's mm-hmm. pretty much it and that's why the team factor is raised to the forefront in this movie and i think it's what saves the franchise mm-hmm. is Absolutely. making it a team-based franchise and tom cruise being totally cool with that yeah and, and the fact great. that they go Ghost Protocol. Also, the fact that they go Ghost Protocol, mm-hmm. I would say, saves the franchise. Yeah, because then they don't have all the uh, tools of the IMF at their disposal. In fact, the tools that they do have break. Malfunction. Mm-hmm. Every other one <laughs> breaks. It's great. Uh, so we can i don't i don't know how do you want to talk about this movie how do you how do you really want to get into it i can talk about my experience watching this movie for the first time in theaters sure it was um fucking crazy uh because you don't i heard about the burj khalifa sequence Mm -hmm. yep um i heard about the the kremlin and how fun that sequence was uh but I I wasn't really prepared for how good this movie would be because I had seen Mission Impossible 3 and I've been on record saying that this Mission Impossible 3 is fine it feels like an a feels feels like a an episode of mid 2000s TV though um like 24 like 24 it feels like a long episode of 24 or um the 24 TV movie 24 Redemption which is fine <laughs> <laughs> That was Robert Carlyle in it. Hmm. Yeah. He's a villain? Oh, nice. Actually, no. Wow. He's a pretty good guy. He nice. sacrifices himself to get Jack home. Oh. Wow. Yeah, it's nice. It's good that everyone, uh, except for Jack Bauer, sacrifices themselves. Dies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Jack Bauer's tried. He has tried. Many times. But the uh, script doesn't allow it. No, he's just got so much plot armor on <laughs> Um, so in the, the, this movie opens with a, uh, sequence where, um, attempting Tom Cruise, what's his name? Josh. Oh, uh, Holloway? Josh, Josh Holloway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sawyer, uh, Sawyer tries to Lost, be yeah. Tom Cruise, but gets cucked and he shot. Gets, he gets killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a, and his in a, movie career never took off after no, that. Because after of that, this. yeah. Leah Sedu shoots him in an alleyway. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that made me think this movie's going to be great is immediately when they're like, oh, it's Budapest. Okay, we're going to run out and he's going to be in a shootout on top of this roof. How is he going to get off this roof? He's going to throw a thing down the building and he's going to land on a crash mat at the bottom. And I'm like, I'm watching a live action cartoon. Yeah. This is amazing. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And the whole movie keeps up with that energy of being a live action cartoon. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it's something that the other movies following, like in the Macquarie films, don't really do until Seven. That's right. Seven's got a lot of live action cartoon going on, the which train. is why I love Macquarie because he fully embraces the history of everything about the, Me- the Mission Impossible yeah. franchise. But that's neither here nor there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that being said, when I walked out of the theater, I was just like, I can't wait to see this movie again. Yeah. It was one of those movies where I immediately wanted to turn around and be like, God, I hope they never stop making these. And then I saw and then I saw when Rogue Nation came out, I was just like I was like, Well, oh, there's no way it's as good as Mission Impossible Four. <laughs> there's no way. I remember going into that movie with low expectations. Sure. Uh and then we got out and it was Pretty great. It's pretty fucking great. Pretty fucking cool. <laughs> pretty fucking great. And then I think Rogue Nation's the movie where you're, where that that made me a full believer mm. in the franchise and not just like this was a one off. Sure. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, having the two in a row like that that are just such bangers. Yeah. You're like, yeah, they're oh they're doing another one and it's the same guy who directed the the Rogue Nation. Yeah, it's probably going to be great. Sign me up. Why, yeah. Why would I? Why would I not? Why would I doubt this? Mm-hmm. Um, Is that guy cocking his? Arms yeah, is, in what, that trailer. Is that what is he Superman? doing? That's a guy who's like plays sad Superman. Yeah, why he does looks, he? Why is he look so hot in this? Wow, that mustache. You'd think Superman would be really hot, but like <laughs> this guy is hot. <laughs> I have to buy a ticket to find out. Yeah, that's what's right. Going and on. I did. Um, <laughs> and I I fucked around and found out. Um, I thought it might be fun mm-hmm. to go through some IMDb trivia for this film. Okay, to help us. Uh, talk about things yeah do it um imdb trivia notoriously accurate yes uh Uh uh, crowdsourced and (laughs) always correct right i like when you go this is a side note about imdb i like Uh when you go onto imdb and you can tell like especially trivia wise these are okay my favorite (laughs) trivia um is when you can tell it was like some actor with two lines put themselves in as the trivia they're like um the woman at the bar in the scene um is uh olivia jean yeah is played uh, by actress olivia, olivia jean. jean from toronto and then you're like oh interesting you click on it and you learn more about her and that's mm-hmm. how she gets you yep. yeah that's how she gets roles mm-hmm. that's how she gets so, roles. Exactly we all know steven spielberg is usually looking actress at olivia jean trivia on imdb and it's like oh did you know Steven Spielberg has a knighthood? That's cool. What does that mean? He's Sir Steven he's Spielberg. Kni- he's been knighted. Oh, yeah. with like a K. By I thought the- that was like a deviant art. <laughs> he's got a knighthood account. Oh, like yeah. Knight with knighthood an, like, knight, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, like knight Wait, with an N. Yeah, it's a zip. <laughs> It's, yeah. a program. it's an executable yeah. file. It's a it's a program. Oh no! And he's like, it's this is where I put my fan sketches about Inuyasha. <laughs> <laughs> you open it; it's just a sketchbook. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I mean, the first one is the one we all know. Tom Cruise performed the sequence where Ethan Hunt scales the outside of the Burj Khalifa Tower himself without the use of a stunt double. Okay, so after the IMF goes ghost protocol and the president has to invoke it. Um, Tom Wilkinson shows up as mm-hmm. the secretary of the IMF. The first time that we really see the secretary, or is Lawrence mm-hmm. Fishburne technically the secretary? I think so. Or is Anthony Hopkins the? Anthony Hopkins is he the secretary? Be. He must be. I think so. Let's just say he is. So this is our third secretary. <laughs> um, what about Jim Phelps? Jim Phelps is not the secretary. No. I thought he was. No. Uh, Jim Phelps is the leader of that IMF team. 
Kittredge may have been the secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah? I think that might be it. All right. So we've seen a secretary in every movie. <laughs> that's really turned around. <laughs> well, that's what I, I always thought was cool is that it was doing something that I weirdly love in franchises. It's a reverse like, M. It's a reverse M. <laughs> or it's like the defense against the dark arts teachers, you yeah. know, in Harry Like, I don't know. There's something about that concept of like, there's always a new blank mm-hmm. in each iteration. Like, there's yeah. something yeah. weirdly satisfying about that. Except for and five. It, yeah. Five doesn't have a secretary. That's right. But that's end. because because they, yeah. they. But then, yeah, at the end, when he's, Alec Baldwin's made the secretary, yeah. then I'm like, hey, they did it. They pulled it out. Wilkinson gets shot in the head by Russians. He sure does. Mm. And, you know, it makes sense. It would be a job that has a high turnover. You either get, fired you leave because it's stressful or you, you go ghost protocol you get ghost protocol yeah <laughs> <laughs> so you just get killed does everyone remember how cruz is introduced in this movie is this he's is this the, the jail cell yeah Prison, yeah. yeah he's so cool he's doing yeah he's so cool oh yeah, yeah. he's throwing the rock right he's throwing the rock yeah. like steve mcqueen in fucking great escape and it's just bouncing off the wall it's a rock and he's just catching it yeah, oh yeah, I thought it was a little rubber ball. And then yeah. Craig is like, "No, that's a rock." I'm like, and, "Oh!" <laughs> and you see his silhouette and his unmistakable nose, and he puts the rock back in because there's a song being played by Dean Martin called "Ain't That a Kick in the Head." Great, like great sequence. Yeah, um, Goodfellas. That song's used. I want to say, "Ain't That a Kick in the Head." Yeah, I can't remember. It's using it's using some mafia movie. Anyway, it's been a long time since I've seen Goodfellas. You know what? Mm. Great movie. Great movie. Great fellas, great, great fellas, great fellas. Should have been called great fellas. <laughs> <laughs> great filmas, mm, and they're all just good guys. Yeah, you yeah. They're the all they're the movie, literally they're all like nice good friends. people. They're all yeah. great people. N- not, nothing bad happens. Nothing bad happens. Okay. They never did anything no one gets wrong. Cool. Coked out and yeah. paranoid. Oh yeah. great! Well, <laughs> but it turns nice. out to be totally justified. <laughs> 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 that's the wild part to me of that twenty-minute segment. Is how crazy he's acting is the helicopters is he's right yeah turns out he's right turns out he was about to arrest him they're about to arrest him it's like crazy it's It's great great movie (laughs) great movie but ain't that a kick in the head ain't that a kick in the head he gets out and this is the first example of something that we haven't really seen in the movies to this point when he gets his mission to the kremlin the after five seconds the mission doesn't blow up Mm -hmm. it doesn't self-destruct mm-hmm so I, I do want to talk about, like, because these, these movies are so um, built on their sequences, on their action sequences. Mm-hmm. I'd love to just talk about the three main action sequences in the movie as they, uh, as they come up. Um, and the first one is, the reason I'm backtracking a bit is because, like, Wilkinson uh, and Ghost Protocol gets invoked after the Kremlin sequence. Yes, um, mm-hmm. which really seems like it is the inciting incident of the movie, but the Kremlin sequence happens like that. And it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. There's so much fun spy shit going on in this in this sequence. First, you have Benji, who hasn't been in the field at all. So he has no idea what he's doing. Simon mm-hmm. Pegg is being really fun in this sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think of the Kremlin sequence? I love it. I th- I think it's great. I think that it's easy to, yeah, like recognize this movie as... The Burj Khalifa movie, right? Mm-hmm. That's the the iconic one. Mm-hmm. But the Kremlin sequence, I think, is on par, at least, in terms of yeah. like suspense, excitement, thrills. I don't know. I love the the fucking hallway device thing. It's the oh, other yeah. version of the Mission Impossible sequence that the series does so well, which mm-hmm. is 
infiltration and spy shit. Yes. That, Love that shit. Mm-hmm. And that's what Rogue Nation is mostly fueled on. Yeah. Is infiltration and spy mm-hmm. shit. Uh, and it, it reminds me a little bit of the of the airport sequence in Seven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. You know where there's like new technology. Mm-hmm. We gotta we gotta use it to distract people, and there's just like a lot of following and moving around, and we gotta grab stuff. Things are going right. Things are going wrong. Uh, plates spinning at the same time. I think the airport sequence is more uh, deft, but I think the hallway sequence in the Kremlin is. Just so interesting. Yeah. And I think it does. I mean, I think probably if you if you mapped out all of the action um, sequences, especially in the, uh, the the last four that have come out, um, that I feel like part of their success is they have not only like they're all slick, but mm-hmm. like everything in an action movie is slick. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're also like it's this combination of like introducing new technology, like you said, um, that uh, it going wrong, like the thing in the hallway goes wrong at one point or kind of uh, blips out. And then like the, the glove later on blips out kind of thing. And then there's also like, they do this really lovely thing where they also have very simple spy shit that's in there. That's so satisfying to look at. Like in the Kremlin at the very end, when Tom Cruise is changing out of the, the costume Mm -hmm. and he just turns the jacket inside out and it's got that like American flag He's wearing or whatever. A Bruce Springsteen yeah, yeah, the Bruce Springsteen yeah. T-shirt, yeah, underneath, and he's got just like the it's just like a just like a plain jacket or whatever. Yeah. And I think it's just it's so simple, but it's just like it's like magic. It's just like that combination of things. It's kind of like this multi-tiered spy experience. It's just so exciting. And you're right, like Tom Cruise is always unknowable as Ethan Hunt, but like Benji's very knowable. Like he's such a real person that you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is his first. This is his first in the field. This is fucking stressful. That's the other thing that um, I always forget. Benji's introduced in three <laughs> because mm-hmm. I feel like he becomes like a character, I guess, in in Ghost Protocol. Where I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, he's part of the team and he's part of this franchise now. Like, yeah. Like I remember watching that movie and by the end thinking. If they ever dare to kill Benji off, I will be so mm-hmm. fucking mad. Yeah. And they tease it in every movie since. Yes. And I'm like, don't you fucking do it. Mm-hmm. He might die in the new one. Um, like the next one. Yeah, he might. Yeah. Uh, but that's okay. You know what? Everyone dies. Um, Benji's, Benji's great. Benji's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the um, one of the one of the things that like eh, it's. It's great because it all leads into the escape from the from the hospital, mm-hmm. um, which we get to see like Ethan Hunt, Magic Man, yeah. uh, stuff happening. You know, like he just steals the paperclip. He's in the background of a shot. The the, the Russian cop takes a phone call. He, it's pans back to him. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's outside. A truck comes, he uses his belt to slide off of it, and he does the classic thing that makes Tom Cruise as a movie star and stunt performer um, head and shoulders above anyone else, is whenever he finishes a stunt, he can't believe he's alive. Yeah. (laughs) He usually has a reaction. He's not afraid to be afraid Mm -hmm. on camera. Uh, In fact, most of the time he is. Mm -hmm. And it's awesome. Yeah, it like, makes him look cooler yeah. than when in the worst Fast and the Furious movies, everyone looks too cool. Yeah, and stoic. And like, that's yeah. the thing, right? Like, Vin Diesel's a great example of it, where he can't dare to look weak in any way. 
Mm-hmm. So even when he's like, you know, in very like, almost like you could die in this mo, like you know, high mortality rate situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else to call it. Um, he's still just like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Here we go. All right, we're gonna Fam- jump the car. Family over the bridge. <laughs> gonna ride the car down the oh, dam. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's oh, what God. we're doing. Yeah. I know oh, what exactly God. what to do. Oh no, and my. Sorry, Jason. Yeah, is in the car with. (laughs) I guess. Don't worry, boy. Don't worry. (laughs) Daddy's got this. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be fine, and that's the problem. Yeah, I never feel like the stakes. (laughs) I never feel Mm -hmm. the stakes with Vin Diesel because he doesn't play the stakes. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and that's and Tom Cruise knows when to play the stakes, Mm. and like the moments where he's like frustrated or like incredulous like uh i think it's rogue nation where he's like i'm jumping out a window that's fallout that's fallout right yeah uh like moments like that you know where i'm just like yeah like of course you'd be like even if you're a super spy there'd be moments mm-hmm. where you're like this is crazy why am i doing this yes and uh, and then also conversely in that moment that benji's on the other end telling him where to go in that movie and he's like yeah you're ethan Hunt. like just do it yeah. you do it all the time that's like it's such a perfect like yeah. yeah that's how I feel too like just do it you just do it all do the it. time just do like, it. what the fuck I can't there's rocks <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna I get to enough the distance <laughs> from the <laughs> from the mountain yeah <laughs> it's a great sequence mm-hmm. it's a great scene mm-hmm. uh, it's a great moment and he has one of those in every movie that really just makes you really and it's in five when mm-hmm. when he's like oh you have to hold your breath for seven minutes well you can do that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, That'll be fine. And yeah. he's just kind of like, okay, what? <laughs> I guess I have to now. I guess <laughs> I can do that. And in this one, in four, when he's like, the countdown is not helping. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. To Redder, when he's Absolutely. like, twenty minutes the door knock. Yep, yep. <laughs> Shut. I mean, the and the whole up. the whole Burj Khalifa sequence, like the mm-hmm. the the gloves malfunctioning, and like again, like the you, masks malfunctioning. Masks malfunctioning first. We have to go without. Yep. Which have becomes, to hope that they haven't seen him before. Which becomes yeah. kind of like a catchphrase of the series going forward. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, and then going out onto the side of the Burj Khalifa in what I maintain is one of the greatest stunts ever committed to film mm-hmm. in yeah. a series that has a monopoly on the top ten list at this point. Because you feel it. You feel... Yeah. I have a fear of heights. Yep. That sequence mm-hmm. works very well on me. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't, I feel like you just... You feel like the height, you feel the the stakes, you feel like as soon as one of the gloves starts to malfunction, you're like, well, that's not great. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That was the only thing that was kind of keeping me like, okay, at least he's got these magic gloves that mm-hmm. like just stick automatically mm-hmm. to the, to the and then suddenly one's gone. Blue is glue. Blue is red glue. Is, red is dead. Yeah. And then. Yeah. And then doesn't the other one, he loses the other one or something? He just like, well. Or he just decides to to jump in. I can't remember exactly how it, how it happens. But he's like got, the sequence, but. He's got one. And then by the time, oh, because the fucking laser cutter. When he's on the side of the building. Mm-hmm. I remember this because I remember you watching this. <laughs> <laughs> when he's on the side of the building and he's doing that thing and mm-hmm. like it backfires on him and he tumbles and falls uh, yeah i remember you doing the thing that you sometimes do when you watch a movie and you're like oh no <laughs> Dude, just in case yeah it might not be okay yeah and he grabs on the side of the head like like we're all feeling it you just vocalized <laughs> it and and then he gets 
he gets back up and when he bursts through the the, the window, mm-hmm. then the second glove completely is dead. Right. That's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. And then he's gotta Yeah. He's gotta die hard his way down the down down the yeah, Burj so like, Khalifa. He like runs along the side, right? Yeah. Yes. We don't see what he's gonna do, and then I think it's like Benji's like, like, what are you doing? And it, and then it just cuts to him running on the fucking windows. Yeah. And in the what it, what might be the most um, the 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 smartest choice in the whole stunt sequence is to have him eat shit <laughs> while jumping back into the where. Where Renner's like, your line's not long enough. No shit. <laughs> Tom Cruise says, no shit. And then he has to do that incredible jump. And when he releases it, <laughs> face oh, yeah. plants. Just, yeah. And falls. And Renner has to grab him. And then Paula Patton has to grab oh, yeah. so And they're good. almost going to die, all of them. Just to get into the software mm-hmm. into the surveillance system mm-hmm. and uh and there's a dust storm and there's a dust storm approaching and there's a countdown yeah and yeah we have such a great we have two ticking clocks layer yeah we have 20 minutes to door knock and mm-hmm. then we have this sandstorm that's that's too far off to be a, a mm-hmm. concern right now yeah derudes there yeah <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> it's just the beginning of the song where it's like do, 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 do. <laughs> pretty sure we made this joke in the commentary too but that's fine <laughs> i'm sorry i can't hear the word sandstorm without thinking of derude's hit yeah. song it's literally sandstorm. why i said dust storm earlier because i didn't want to i didn't want to be distracted. didn't want to trigger yeah. me <laughs> yeah. huh? derude uh. And then it has this the sandstorm chase. Mm-hmm. Yep, do, 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 do. <laughs> just like that. Yeah, uh, which is an incredible chase sequence. Yeah, uh, and the the way that the that the whole that that the Burj Khalifa uh, scaling the Burj transitions into the incredibly tense maskless meeting yep. that transitions into a fight sequence in the hotel room that transitions into a car chase through the dust storm is flawless it's just like mm-hmm. t to b incredible yes mm-hmm. and top to bottom and the problem is <laughs> camille did not like I that i just really <laughs> like t to b t to b t to b top to bottom fucking rules <laughs> yeah <laughs> the problem is the movie never gets back to that. Yeah, I definitely mm-hmm. I felt this when we watched it recently and I always forget about it because so much of the movie up to that point is pretty much flawless. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just so much fun. Like I'm like, oh what happens next? Oh no. And then yeah, the kind of like denouement, as it were. Yeah, that isn't to say India the India sequence isn't fun. It's fun. It's mm-hmm. fine. It's fun it's just like the, because it's 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 coming after yeah. all the other shit that was so mm-hmm. such a ba- such a banger. And the parking garage is such a fun setting. Fun idea for the final showdown between yeah. him and Nyquist. It's <laughs> just like you're you're but you're like but he's already climbed the Burj Khalifa. He's going to be fine. They're going to figure this out. It's a mm-hmm. foregone conclusion. Drives the car like off. That's great to get down faster. Mm-hmm. That's that's good Pretty stuff. Pretty cool. Yeah, we love that stuff. When uh when Hendrix just like is just like 
grabs the suitcase and is like, fuck you, I'm dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Because he's like, I know I can't beat Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the other movies. I'm Michael Nyquist. What are you talking about? <laughs> no one even knows who I am unless yeah. they've seen Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, yeah. Swedish version. <laughs> <laughs> A bad movie. <laughs> An exciting series of books. Oh, never read them. Uh, me neither. Good. I, like I imagine the Fincher one though. Yeah, the Fincher movie is great. Um, except for the part that Stellan Skarsgård shows up and is obviously the one who did it. Well, <laughs> it's kind of hard to. <laughs> you cast Stellan Skarsgård. You're like, yeah, it's like there's a murderer among us, and you're like, and <laughs> it's Stellan's... like a bunch of it's kind must... yeah. like yeah. Norwegians, and then like Stellan Skarsgård yeah. shows up, like, beefy, like, like terrifying man, and you're like, hello, ah, it's him. Yeah, it's you're like, like, well, there's a Skarsgård over there, so really... it's probably one of those guys. Yeah, it's like I don't think you really need a girl with a dragon tattoo to figure <laughs> this one out. Yeah. It's like in um, the Two Towers when uh, Worm Tongue shows up. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm like, hold on, <laughs> he's evil. His name is Grima Worm Tongue, right? And he's like slimy and like whispering in the king's ear. Yeah, he and... yeah, he looks like he's one of those underwater fish, <laughs> like brought up to the surface. You're like, like think, a blobfish. I don't think his skin works correctly. Yeah, it's like too dewy. <laughs> um. Worm tongue rules. Uh, I just love. I I love. And I mean, it's also Aladdin. Yeah. I, like one of my favorite bits of Aladdin, like the original mm. Disney Aladdin, which I need to say now, um, uh. <laughs> from nineteen ninety two, is when it's like this happy like little cherub of a sultan who's like, and this is my advisor Jafar. And this is a snake man, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, ah, Chah. Yeah. <laughs> snake man my most trusted advisor and i'm like why <laughs> he's clearly evil he's got a snake staff yeah anyway i love that shit jafar's great jafar's great <laughs> uh so here's a fun fact that yeah. i i like um <clears throat> according to tom cruise he was happy to hear that they were using a subtitle in the film's heading instead of a number like the prior three films did. Cruz has never been a fan of number at the end of the film's sequel titles. Mm. He's always considered each film as a standalone feature in the Mission Impossible film franchise. So, we stand. Yes, we do. We stand. Mm. Uh, A subtitle king. But they snuck it back in there. They did. In this last one. Which is funny that, like, as... I mean, I... To an extent, they do reference the previous ones, but for Onward, they have so much more of a continuing four, five, six, seven energy than like one, two, or three. They do. <laughs> Other than like referencing I mean, Julia. Two and, I would and say like two and three are the ones there. most like removed from the franchise and mm-hmm. no one really talks about them. Mm-hmm. Um, one has quite a bit, especially in seven. Oh, I guess in seven, but. But I, but I, but I, but I agree with that, what you're saying. Yeah. I just, yeah. I just, I think that's, I mean, Greg and I have talked about it, but like something we love about seven is how much they reference the first one. Mm. Like even just bringing Kittredge back is pretty mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I love it. Um, what else? So, um, Jeremy Renner was offered the role of Jackson lamb in super eight, but took the role of Brandt when JJ Abrams told him that Tom Cruise and Brad Bird were interested in him. Hmm. Uh, when accepting the role, Renner was only briefed on the film and character outline as there was no script at that point. Um, we talked about Renner a bit on he's, the commentary. Yeah. I like him. I think he's, he's good. a good addition yeah. to the team, and I kind of wish they would bring him back. I do, too. I feel his absence, especially in Seven. Mm, yeah. When they're bringing in all these, like, a couple of these new characters, and I'm like, there's room for Renner Yeah, in you here. could squeeze mm. him in there. Yeah. There's... Even just, like, at the end, right? Like, once they're like, okay, here's our final mission with the train. 
just be like, uh, you know, we need one more guy. I know a guy. And then like he's just there for the final mission. Like he's, that'd be a fun um, little He's chopping wood at his yeah. farm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Nice. With uh, Linda with, Carlo- with little Carlini. Carlini. Yeah, yeah. Shooting That's arrows yeah. at a target. Yeah. yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, what's, what's up? What's up? I just live here. I, yeah, this is all I do now. Yeah. It's really serene. I'm under house arrest by yeah. Disney. I look, I, I <laughs> Please look help fantastic me. in IMAX. <laughs> um, what else? Um, Nyquist? Let me touch briefly on him. Gone too soon. Um... He's an unmemorable villain for me. He is an unmemorable villain. Uh, the and the problem with Nyquist is, uh, <laughs> I mean, like he's, the, sandwi- the, he's sandwiched between Philip Seymour Hoffman and uh, Sean Harris, yeah, right? which so, are like, great villains, two amazing villains in the franchise. Um, this one just feels like a function. Yeah, um, but like, I'm just so glad we got to see Michael Nyquist in John Wick. That's where he mm. he's great in John. He Wick. actually gets to be a real with a fucking pencil. <laughs> <laughs> This impossible task. <laughs> Baba Yaga. <laughs> Definitely means what he thinks it means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Listen, you're here to have a good time in John Wick. I know. Yeah, the dog thing happened, but then we're having a good time after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, 70 <laughs> people right? die. It's yeah. <laughs> so just ignore yeah. the fact that we have mistranslated Baba Yaga. Yeah. <laughs> in a world Don't where think it was about it. very think easy about it. not to do that. <laughs> It's 2014. The internet exists. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it sounds pretty good. Anyway, we'll. Be I wonder t- if that's the thing. We'll be talking about know? Michael Nyquist more. We'll be, yes, I was just gonna say, does any because you know Baba Yaga extensively. That's right. Um, hmm? But you might not know. Is the word boogeyman translated to? Was it Russian? In the movie, do you remember? It was Russian. Yeah. But like boogeyman in Russia, is there a di- is there a different word that's similar to Baba Yaga? You might oh, not know this, but I don't know. This. I'm I'm curious if that's what happened. Is that like they had the actual? But it's like it's like Baba Yagi or I don't know. Like it's something like that doesn't sound good in a like or like terrifying. So yeah. they're like let's just say Baba Yaga. That sounds. I don't cool. know. There is a there's like a folklore character. I don't know if it's specifically Russian or it might be Ukrainian or like Slavic, but it's um uh, a character named Koshchi. And it's like the deathless. Oh, he's like this kind of like male, cool. yeah. Which sounds more like a more like a boogeyman character who's like he's this. Um, it's like a male figure, and you, you just can't kill him. Which um, is a real John Wick. Babai or Babai, B A B A I, uh, is a night spirit in Slavic folklore. Also called Babak, Babeka, or Babeko. I could see it. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I'm guessing oh, yeah. that's what they did, or so, they, yeah, or they googled something and someone else right. tra- mistranslated, it and they didn't bother to research deeper. Like, oh, there it is, Bobby. Yeah, all right. Yeah, first draft, last draft, get it out the door. It means man who can fall down many stairs at night. What a great movie that is. Good stuff. We we should probably play the game. Let's play the game because I do have to pick up Elliot. Oh yeah, you have an out. Um, all right. Well, this game, Camille, as you What's know from game? last time. Oh, yes. Of course. <laughs> as you know. Tell me. We always play a game at the end of these episodes okay. uh, that I have uh, created that is in some way related to our film that we're talking about. Mm. So for Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, I decided to create a game, and this game is called Host Protocol. Huh. Huh. So I'm going to give you an actor who plays a game show host in a film. 
you have to try and guess the film. And I'll give you more clues as we go. Okay. Of course. Ooh. So, like, obviously, I don't expect you to know right away what movie this person played a, a game show host in. Okay. okay. But that's the way it works. Um, we can do a buzz-in system. Okay. So, uh, with your name. With your name. Buzz-in with your buzz name. Buzz-in with your name okay. when you think you know, and you can answer. If you're correct, you get a point. If you're incorrect, right. you're out for the round. I see. Understood? Okay. Mm-hmm. Understood. Great. Question number one. The actor is Christopher McDonald. Oh, uh, Buzz. Uh, Camille. <laughs> yes, Buzz. Quiz show. It is quiz show. Yeah. Nice Guys, work. I just you watched just quiz watched, show did you just like watch a month it? ago when Amazing. I had COVID. I yeah. love quiz show. Did you enjoy it? I think so. I did fall asleep during so. it because I was sick. So <laughs> I did that thing where you're like, and now I sleep for no reason. It was I'm one of those ones again. I rented a bunch on VHS when I was younger and oh. really liked because I just like, uh, in case you don't know, games and quizzes and mm-hmm. trivia. Um, but uh, I rewatched it recently because I'm like, does this hold up? And I think it does. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's a banger. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he plays Jack Berry, game show uh, host of 21, which is about a real life scandal directed by Robert Redford, also starring Ray Fiennes and John Turturro. <clears throat> So that's a quiz show. All right. Next one. A totally decent movie. <laughs> Anil Kapoor. Oh, ding, Greg. <laughs> Glad everyone's following instructions. <laughs> yes, go on. Slumdog Millionaire. It is Slumdog Millionaire. Uh, he plays uh, Prem Kumar. Uh, it's a fictional movie, but a real life game show. Best picture winner, set in India, directed by Danny Boyle, also starring Dev Patel and Freida Pinto. Ever heard of it? Ever heard of it? 2008 <laughs> Best Picture winner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. saw it once. At the movie meal. <laughs> All right, next one. <clears throat> Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Damon Killian. This oh. is based on a novel by Richard Bachman. Oh, the Richard oh, Bachman? Buzz, Buzz. Yes. The Running Man. It is The Running Man. Yeah. <laughs> nice work. <laughs> Um, it's post-apocalyptic film, convicted criminals versus professional killers. Uh, and then I put Richard Bachman is Stephen King's pen name uh, and also starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of yes. course. Uh, he did write it in that pen name. I wasn't just trying, yeah. you know, trying to fool you. He, the book is yeah. by Richard Bachman. <laughs> but yeah, um, not everyone knows that that's his pen name. You did. You did. I did. That was actually the final tip off for me. That was the clue. I That's just bought a book of Stephen King uh, short stories today. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I love his short stories. Um, his novels are hit or miss. Uh, number four. <laughs> oh. yeah, dep- depends on how much <laughs> yeah, you like that. everything being aliens. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything being aliens or Spoiler, everything being all of them. cocaine. Yes. Um, <laughs> or related to cocaine. Uh, next one. Philip Baker Hall. Oh, ding. Yes. Magnolia. It is Magnolia, as invoked earlier in the episode. Um, he plays Jimmy Gator. We're really doing a great job the... <laughs> with the rules of the game. I know. It's. I, yeah. I, I feel like uh, I will never again say buzz in with your own name. I'll just say buzz in with buzz or ding or wherever the fuck and you want. And we'll do our names. <laughs> Greg. Gre- also Greg. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, he plays Jimmy Gator. The game show is called What Do Kids Know? It's one of many interconnected stories directed by Paul Thomas Anderson, also starring Tom Cruise, Julianne Moore, Philip Seymour Hoffman, John C. Riley, and many others. Great film. Mm-hmm. Great film. One of Alan's favorites. One of my you know, we could both just buzz in with Greg because I think we're going to recognize whose voice. That's a good point. It. No, I'll get confused. And it's one syllable. Yeah. No, I'll get confused. Okay. Um, <laughs> what if I said Alan? Uh, and then I'll just answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, I got it. Hey. <laughs> All right, next one. Stanley Tucci. Oh, uh, buzz, buzz. 
a ding before a buzz buzz. <laughs> the Hunger Games. It is the Hunger oh, Games. Nuts. Uh, he plays Caesar. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Caesar Flickerman, based on a novel by Suzanne Collins, post-apocalyptic battle royale tributes from 12 districts in Pan Am. Also starring Jennifer Lawrence, Josh Hutcherson, and Woody Harrelson. I suppose you could have said Catching Fire. You technically could have. <laughs> Hunger Games too. Catching yeah. Fire. Yeah. But not Mockingjay. No. They don't really play a game in no. that. That's true. It's a Songbirds of Iceberg. I mean, wait, what the fuck? It's the, you know, it's Songbirds of Ices and Snakes. <laughs> Parabellum. <laughs> it's going to be a great true. movie. Mm-hmm. Songbirds of Icebergs and Snakes. Yeah. Colon, Donald Sutherland, a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone wanted. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah, is very exciting for everyone. All right, next one. Art James. Is the actor. Mm. Getting a bit trickier here. Uh, plays the character Bob Summers. Mm. Uh, the game show in question is called Truth or Date. Mm. Um, a main character worms his way onto the show to win his girlfriend back. Buzz Buzz. Yes. Is it How to Win a Date with Ted <laughs> Hamilton? How to Win a Date with Ted <laughs> Hamilton. Isn't that the name of the movie? Drop the how. That is the name of the movie. That is not That's the not question the here. <laughs> I don't think it's a game show. I think it's like a oh, radio contest oh, or some okay. shit. I have win no a date with Ted Hamilton. Is. I give up. Uh, well, I'm not done with clues. So Greg gives up, though. Oh. So <laughs> Yes, forfeit. <laughs> um, this takes place in a large shopping complex. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Rooker plays the producer on the show. This was directed by Kevin Smith. Mall Rats. Um, also starring Jeremy London, Jason Lee, and Ben Affleck. Dogma. Chasing Amy. Remember, you have to buzz in. Buzz, Ding. buzz. <laughs> Greg. Mall Rats. It's correct. <laughs> I, I, you, you didn't buzz in, so I couldn't accept right, your answer. Right, yeah. Stickler for the rules. All right, last one. <laughs> Can um, the last one be? Are worth we? T- I think we're tied. No, yeah. I think I'm a point behind. No, the next one's worth uh, triple the, the points. Next making the five the points. Making all, all of this the, the golden snitch. Right. Right. And the golden there's a snitch dust of the, storm towards the, the way, show. and one of our gloves uh, has slipped and doesn't function. And we only have and two minutes. We yeah. only have two minutes this, to This, this question's off. worth 100 points. <laughs> Great. Um, we should do this with every single <laughs> with every single game. The last one is the golden snitch. The golden snitch, yeah, yeah. All right, the actor is Sam Rockwell. Ding, Camille. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Yeah, that's correct. That is correct. A hundred to five. (laughs) You piece of shit. Uh, He plays Chuck Barris. The game is The Gong Show. It's based on Barris' unauthorized autobiography. He was allegedly an an assassin for the CIA. It was directed Mm -hmm. by George Clooney, also starring Drew Barrymore, Julie Roberts, and George Clooney. Uh, A movie that I like. I think it's a good movie. With I've a Charlie never written, Kaufman written, written by Charlie Kaufman, yeah. Huh, I've never seen it. I did buy the DVD at one point in the early early 2010s. It's the one with Sam Rockwell dancing on the Yeah, I think cover. I bought it from the Rogers sale nice. in Lethbridge when it closed The down. Notorious Rogers yeah, sale. The Notorious Rogers sale that we, I'm sure, mention very often. On yeah, it's just, uh, it was just mm-hmm. a guy named Roger. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm getting, rid, like, of I'm getting rid of my DVDs. Come on down. 
Come it on. was in boxes. <laughs> you had to buy boxes sight unseen. Bo- yeah, and the boxes were like a little damp. Yeah. Like it was a little disturbing. And you're like, Roger, why yeah, is yeah. it so damp? And it's <laughs> just like, you never mind. And yeah. the integrity of the box is very like uh, fragile. Like, Wobbly. Taking yeah. it home, it's like, it could burst at any time. That would be fun. Yeah. I would buy a box of DVDs, of damp DVDs, sight unseen. <laughs> like you couldn't open you them You can't before. open yeah. You just gotta hope that. Yeah. Yeah. Mystery and it's just like, the only promise you have is they're not porn. Sure. Or at least not all porn. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then you open it up, it's just 100 copies of New York Minute with uh, <laughs> Kate and Ashley Olsen. You're like, God damn it, Roger, you got me again. 100 copies of New York. Man, I have to put this next to my 100 copies of How the West Was Fun. <laughs> Why did Roger. you buy so many in bulk, Roger? I thought they were going to be a hit. I was waiting till today. The, you the Olsen twins in New York. I just can't <laughs> move <smash>. these. <laughs> Roger is Al Pacino in Insomnia. <laughs> I just want to sleep. Just let me fucking just sleep. Let me sleep. Take, Take these, these New York minutes away. <laughs> Use them as coasters. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Oh boy. Well, thank you for joining us, Camille. You're welcome. That thank you for having me on the on the cast. Can't yeah. wait to have you again. Mm-hmm. Last episode. In the past. Yeah. yeah, it was a great episode. T to B. That's <laughs> perfect. And we haven't got B, to the B yet, so B it, could, to T. it could be yeah. shitty Ooh. right now. Um, let's remember Bobby to plug Bobby. something this oh, time. Oh, yeah. Um, if you want to email us, the hammock district on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. If you're wondering what that means, you haven't that. been listening haven't long been listening. enough. <laughs> Sorry, you're just joining us for this movie one. Um, you can subscribe to our Patreon, Boathouse Studios yep. on Patreon. Um, we gotta do another one soon. <laughs> yeah, we do for Patreon. Yeah, we gotta figure. Did we do a poll for our? I forgot. Oh, okay, um, well. <laughs> but I can do that. We'll just do the chipmunks then. Um. Oh God. <gasps> <laughs> what? Wait. What's the poll? What's the poll? What should we do next for our commentaries? Oh yeah. fuck yeah, the chipmunk movies. <laughs> Man, we just watched those. Yeah, we did. That's why I'm a little. Did we watch we, all you know, them? we did could we do? watch Road Chip. We did. Yes, it was the good one. Right. What Were you gone? Road Chip. I can't. Was that when you were in Lethbridge? Maybe. Oh no! Did you, you watch Road, Road Chip, Chip without, without me? That was Camille? that sounds terrible. Yeah, that sounds yeah, that is terrible. Because we watched we watched Chipwreck. No, it's when they because that was the best. Did dance. we do it? We did it, and then they're on like the table, and like the turn down for what? No, that's Chipwreck. No, that's that's Road Chip. Isn't it? No, it's Chipwreck because no, they're on Road the boat. No, isn't it's, it? It's Road Chip. Oh no. Guys, right. I got memory problems. We got to sort this, really this out off, offline. <laughs> um, I was trying to see if Greg logged who he watched it with, but he didn't, so I can't help you. Okay, I wasn't here. That's okay. Um, That's okay. It'll be solved. <laughs> I, I was gonna say we could also do all the turtles movies. Oh yeah, that would be horrible. Uh, <laughs> until it's, <laughs> until great, it's great at the end, yes, at the very end. What a reward <laughs> for sticking with it. Stick to it of this really it, pays like, off. It starts out at a gentleman's 7. Yeah. And then it's just dog shit from there on. Out yeah. Until the end where it's uh probably a 10. Yeah, yeah, probably a 10. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Great movie. Great movie. Um well, that's it. That's it. And uh, we'll be back for the next one. Yep. We don't reveal them, right? No, we don't. No. So you only find out when we release the episode. Yes. So next time will be number 44. Yes. Which we've already which recorded. we've already recorded. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a good episode. Man, someone's going to have like a like a crime wall of like when we <laughs> recorded each episode and like the references to each one. and Bring back crime wall. Bring, bring 
Crimal. That's a good stuff. That's good stuff. Uh, maybe in David Fincher's The Killer. There'll yeah. be Crimal. That'd be cool. Can't anyway. wait. Uh, thanks, Camille. You're welcome. And as always, bye. bye.